This is Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. Your host, Carl Valeri, has over a decade of experience counseling pilots. Aviation Careers Podcast will help you navigate towards your aviation career goal. Here is your host, Carl Valeri. Welcome to the Inspirational, Informational, and Transparent Aviation Careers Podcast. Today, we have a few important updates and also going to answer some of your questions. But before we begin, begin, a few announcements. Of course, uh, you can go to aviationcareerspodcast.com to check out some of our courses. I know a lot of people have been asking about that. Those courses are actually what we used to have as membership and also the free courses. We put them in a new platform. So go to aviationcareerspodcast.com slash courses. What can you find there? Well, we have you know the career coaching there, of course, but we also have things like advanced holding patterns, the practical guide to winter flying, the pilot jobs book. And if you signed up for coaching, by the way, I highly recommend you go to the pilot jobs book because all these courses that we have, the first lesson is free. So the first lesson is free. And a lot of times that's enough to get started within the coaching. But uh, the Aviation Careers Podcast Bundle has all those courses that we had before and more, and also the interview prep that we're going to be doing. So uh, make sure you check that out at aviationcareerspodcast.com slash courses. Also, a lot of people have been asking me about the scholarships book. We are updating it, and we're updating it in the Amazon store and also in the iTunes store. So you'll see in there, uh, if you to see if you have the current book, you can see in the front, it'll give you the version, like number one, two, and three. So we just updated the scholarships book. One of the questions is, if you've purchased the scholarships book in Amazon or in iTunes, do you get those updates? Yes. For the 2018, you get the updates throughout the year. So what I'd like you to do if you do have purchased it is make sure you have the current copy and let me know if you have any problems downloading the most current copy that was uh, out there for, uh, let's see, that would be in April. So make sure you have the, the most current update to the scholarships guide. Any problems, let me know because we want to make sure that we have everything correct for you and make sure everything's good. And by the way, while I'm recording this right now, I am on my way to two air shows. One of them is Seaplane Palooza, which when this comes out, the show will actually be over and uh, you'll be able to listen to that. We're going to Seaplane Palooza is this get-together in Tavares, Florida. It's uh, now near Mount Dora, and they've put this together, and it's awesome. It's all about seaplanes. What's that got to do with aviation careers? Well, there's a lot of careers in seaplanes and seaplane flying, and we're going to focus on that during the event. So instead of having, you know, running two podcasts at the same time, what we have decided to do is because of all these aviation events, they encompass careers and also other items of general aviation. And that's part of our Stuck Mike Avcast. We're going to put all of our interviews in Stuck Mike Avcast for Seaplane Palooza. We're going to talk careers, so if you're looking at, uh, you're not interested in just getting your, your license as a recreational flyer, but you want to know what it's like to be a mechanic or be involved in manufacturing in seaplanes, you can go there and check that out. Also, of course, to be a pilot and fly full-time. There's going to be employers there. We're going to talk careers. We're also going to talk about a lot of fun about flying. And if, if you get a chance, go to stuckmygavcast.com for that daily show. We're going to come out with We've been doing this lately and have been getting some really positive feedback. And we did this at Sebring. We talked to actually some of the recruiters uh, at uh, you know at NOAA, things like that. And they were they were really cool, and we had a lot of fun there. So for the air shows in general, unless it's specifically for careers, we're going to be there with Stuck Mike Avcast. 
Also, for when this comes out Monday, tomorrow, the next day, Tuesday, we're going to start Sun and Fun. Sun and Fun is an incredible annual event. It's right in Lakeland, Florida, right near me, in my new hometown. And we are going to focus a lot on those folks that actually repair and develop, design and fix uh, aircraft. And we're going to actually, at the Sun and Fun show, but we're also going to really talk about all different aviation careers. Also at Sun and Fun, they always have a career fair. A lot of folks don't realize that. I would highly recommend you get out there and check that out. Again, you can listen to all this at StuckMikeAvCast.com for the daily show. And what we do is Stuck Mike Avcast volunteers our time, and we produce, actually, the show from 11 until the air show every day on Sun and Fun Radio. By the way, you can listen to Sun and Fun Radio all year long at liveatc.net slash SNF. And again, we talk careers. We also talk many other things in aviation, new designs, etc. But we'll be doing the daily show. All the interviews our, our crew at Sun and Fun does, we'll put out there. And uh, and actually, I'm uh, I'm now actually the uh, co-chairman, Sun and Fun Radio Live Announcing. So you'll see me there quite a bit. So anyway, so that's it. Sun and Fun Radio, uh, stuckmikeavcast.com. You're going to hear a lot about careers and uh, some really interesting stories uh, from people that are very, very inspirational. So I'd really highly recommend it. Even if you're not interested in becoming an astronaut, listen to the astronauts. If uh, you want to hear about the struggles of going through a life of of being discriminated against in aviation, listen to the folks in, in the you know the Black Pilots Association will be there, but also the Red Tail Squadron. They're going to be there. And women in aviation will be there. And the women Air Force Service pilots will be there. Some really interesting stories and uh, talked about their struggles and about the future. So I really highly recommend you going out there. But let's let's move on to a couple of the items for today. We're going to try to make this a shorter episode. Uh, number one, I've been getting this question a lot because I mentioned this, so i got to talk about it. There's this new thing. It's called Forces to Flyers, and it's being sponsored by the Department of Transportation. I really highly commend them for doing this. This is awesome that they're doing this, and they're moving forward, trying to help veterans move forward in a career in commercial aviation. It's kind of a soup to nuts uh, type of thing where you're going to be able to use your benefits, your veterans' benefits, and and get your ratings. But a lot of people are having problems finding information about this. Well, the reason you're having a tough time finding information about the Forces to Flyers program because it's it's actually not out yet. It's being developed, and they're actually out there going to schools, FBOs, etc., and they're soliciting proposals, and that proposal will be done. Uh, I think the yeah the award date is on May 14th of 2018. It's coming up soon, uh, and we'll be able to see those awards on FBO.gov. So they're going to have all sorts of things in there. Uh, the schools have they have to propose pricing schedules, progress reports, uh, statements of eligibility, checklists for the the student eligibility. They have all sorts of stuff. A student section, uh, frequent ask guide for veterans. There's all neat stuff out there. So make sure you check it out. If you're a veteran, you want to know more about this. You can sign up for their newsletter. Force and you just email them. Forces to flyers at dot.gov uh, and we'll have a link to the forces to flyers program all that stuff's out there they're on Twitter LinkedIn and YouTube and everything and, and it's really cool by the way at the bottom of this blog post on uh, episode 176 uh, check out the uh, the video is a little bit low to hear there's a cool YouTube video talking about the forces to flyers program and in uh, the initiative there so remember I told you there's uh, they've changed a few things and they're not allowing veterans to get their private 
uh, except at certain certified schools. Well, there's not many schools that are now certified to get your private through the VA, so it's kind of eh, it's limited a lot of people in their ability to get their ratings. Uh, this actually is going to alleviate that problem, so hats off to them and to their process. I think it's a great idea, and this is kind of something I've been asking for, and I'm glad somebody answered that. that. Not directly, but they answered it, so that is totally awesome. So take, check out that link on the Forces to Flyers program. I know I get a lot of questions about that. Um, also, uh, Aviation Careers Podcast. Again, if you have questions, feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. You can ask the questions on Facebook, LinkedIn, etc. It's sometimes really tough for, to get me because I disappear and go on trips, and uh, and I also am uh, you know involved in a lot of different things in aviation. So. Uh, the best thing to do is go to feedback at Aviation Careers Podcast. You might get an answer from one of the other folks that are here, and and I'll get back to you as quick as possible. If you ask a question, it might take me a few months to get back to you. If it's an immediate need, trying to determine what direction you're going to go in uh, to actually uh, change careers, uh, move forward in your career, we, of course, have the coaching, the career coaching, to help you make that next step in your career. Well, with that said, that's our uh, some of the updates that we have. Let's go to some of the questions uh, that we have within uh, aviation. You know, again from those feedback questions. So let's talk a little bit about those from some of our listeners. Uh, listener writes in, and and by the way, if you do send me an email, I am going to de-identify it and take out some personal information. So if you mention the airport you're flying out of, I take all that out of there. If you want very, more specific advice, obviously uh, we can talk directly, and that's through the coaching services. Anyway. First question comes in, says, uh, thank you so much for your work. I've been a regular listener since six months ago, and I relaunched my career change plan. My prior start was in 2002, got my CFI, uh, I and MEI in early 2003, but quickly diverted into marketing and business development roles at a top-tier aircraft and avionics manufacturer due to the airline pilot hiring conditions that existed in the early 2000s. I've had a blast and learned a ton about designing and building jets, but now I can't wait any longer to fly them for a living. My question is prompted by a phenomenon I'm also observing in my airport hotel. While I'm here for my self-sponsored ATP-CTP course at a major Part 142 training provider, it's a simple one. He's at this course, which is kind of cool. He's talking about this. Uh, Here's a question. It's a simple one. Do any, many, or most regional carrier pilots Share hotel rooms while in training. What about flying the line? As a 38-year-old corporate business leader and MBA who's traveled the planet throughout my aviation uh, marketing career, the thought of sharing a hotel room with someone else never occurred to me. With my 1,050 total time and 300 multi and a good pipeline of students for the flight instruction that I do outside of my business day job, Laser focused on crossing the finish line and starting the application and interview process with my dream regionals. If making forward progress in my pilot career at a regional means sharing hotel rooms with other pilots, I'll get myself accustomed to the idea and practice. I'd just like to know whether or not that's in my future. By the way, I'm guessing I can find the answer on your website, but I'll ask anyway. Do you have folks who do coaching and or interview prep specific to Envoy, Endeavor, and or SkyWest? I can answer that. Yeah, I, I've done uh, career coaching and actually interview preps for all those. And uh, yes, there's many people out there that do that. 
and uh, we'd happy to help you out. Uh, of course, getting into my schedule has been a little bit tougher lately. We are coming out with, uh, and I've been working on that, the uh, technical interview guide that we're going to have, the first 10 questions. The most commonly missed questions will be free. And then from there, you just sign up for the, the monthly membership, the $10 a month, which is uh, really pretty inexpensive to practice. Of course, after you do all those questions, come back, and we'll do a coaching session. Make sure you're ready, usually over the video. Um, but as far as those specific airlines here, every airline has something specific about their interview, um, but uh, 90% of the interview questions and process are pretty much the same. So uh, we'll go over those specific questions that are for that airline, but also we'll go over the questions that are generally asked. So let's go back to your, your first question, uh, talking about sharing uh, rooms, hotel rooms while in training and, uh, and flying the line also. First of all, most airlines don't require you to share a room during training. Um, I actually went and flew for an airline that did make me at one of the regionals that I worked for. I remember I worked for a bunch of regionals. And they actually uh, only did that for the training portion. When you're flying the line, uh, no, they don't require that. Because first of all, it's very rare when you're flying the line that two people will have the same exact schedule. Of course, a captain, first officer, a lot of times they split directions. Uh, and also, you know, personally, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'd rather not have to share a room. Well, with that said, you know, a lot of people share rooms, especially when they're out there with, with you know, with, with the crash pads that we call them. I've done that. I don't like it. In, in crash pad situations, uh, what that means is that when you go to your base to fly, you have a place where you can actually you know, lay your head and sleep in between your trips or in between your commutes home. And why would you use this? Well, say you finish your trip at 10 p.m., there's no more flights for the day, and you need to get home. Well, then you could actually sleep in your crash pad, get up at 5 in the morning, and head home, and vice versa. Say you have a 5 a.m. flight, you have to commute in the day before, sleep in the crash pad, and go to work. Sometimes what I do, because I, I very rarely need a crash pad, because I'm really senior, I just use a hotel room if I have to. And it actually turns out to be cheaper for me because, I mean, it's maybe three, four hotel rooms in, in six months is all I have to get. For the person that's on reserve, it's important to do that. And we're, we could do a whole episode on that as far as crash pads. But to, to your point, uh, specifically sharing rooms, no. Uh, and especially at the majors, you don't hear about uh, them sharing the, the rooms. And the, that's a really important point. Anyway, thanks for the question. If you have any more, uh, please let me know. But uh, there are some really cool websites out there to prepare you for those questions on the technical interview, and we're also going to have some videos out there. Our video is going to start is going to start first, go over some of the questions and answers, then you'll do the quiz, and if you get 100%, move on to the next. If you don't, redo the, the video and, and do the quiz over again. Anyway, thanks for that question. We uh, Let me move on to the next one. And he says, hey, I just listened to episode 164, as always, great and keep it up. Just wanted to add a caveat on your comments on logging cross-country time. If someone's going for a sport pilot or helicopter license, the cross-country length requirements are different, greater than 25 nautical miles, which is different than the greater than 50 mentioned in the show. I started flying working on my sport pilot certificate and log cross-country time greater than 25 nautical miles to show I would be meet the requirements for Part 61 sport pilot certificate. I switched over to private pilot airplane and logged my new cross-country time when greater than 50 nautical miles to show I met the requirements for the certificate. When I added my private pilot helicopter rating, I did some cross-country time greater than 25 nautical miles again. I just added a greater than 
or excuse me, less than 50 nautical miles next to my Sport Pilot and helicopter cross-country time that was less than the 50 nautical miles in order to make it stand out. Took some extra math when I went for my instrument airplane rating, but I was very upfront with the DPE during logbook review portion. And I am gr- I'm so glad you brought that up because we totally didn't really, I, I don't think we covered that well. But yes, if you've done your sport pilot and your cross countries are less than that 50 nautical miles, I, that's a great idea. Go ahead and log those separately in a separate column. If you're starting your career out and you're not looking at you doing the sport pilot and like you said, the helicopter, and you're just looking at going towards your ratings and starting right with your private I think that's what we were trying to say in that episode is just start logging the time as cross-country only greater than 50 nautical miles because, you know, remember, you can log like a 10-mile trip as, as cross-country time, etc. Um, and, you know, I've even had airline flying that's less than 20 miles as far as a trip. It's kind of crazy, but that happens. So my, I like your suggestion. Um, and, I, and like I said, if, uh, if you're listening to this for the first time, what we're talking about is when you're doing your ratings like for your ATP and all – the cross-country time is greater than 50 nautical miles is what they're looking for. Uh, so if you're if you're thinking of logging anything less than 50 nautical miles and you're not going for your sport pilot or any of those other ratings, just put in one column, only put cross-country time down. That's greater than 50 for those folks. For the people that the uh, with doing their you know sport pilot, excuse me, I think I really agree with it. I think it's it's a, a great idea. So really important. Well. Gosh, that's about all we have today. I said I was going to make it a short episode. I'm here by myself. A couple things that uh, I wanted to put out there. Uh, number one, uh, there's a guy that's out there, has a, a pretty cool podcast, and uh, he actually has done some really good lists of different things. And one of the lists he did, uh, it's his podcast called Find Your Dream Job. And one of the lists he put together is a top career podcast for 2018. And uh, he uh, actually included us in that that guide for the top career podcasts out there. And we really are, are humbled by it and really appreciate it. And a big hats off to those that help with this podcast. All of our our co-hosts and even our, our temporary co-hosts and our occasional co-hosts, I guess I should say, also our guests on the show, which I, I really want to start getting more guests on again, but we have so many questions to catch up on. That was January, by the way, and this is April. We're still working on questions. Uh, but also our uh, the folks that helped produce this and, you know, Russ Bonchu, who actually is the person behind this and actually editing. And thanks so much for all you guys do because we never would have uh, been able to get to this point uh, out there, and and we share the list with one of my favorite people out there, uh, and that's on Forty Eight Days to the to the Job You Love, and that's actually the number one out there as far as career podcasts. We're a niche podcast, only talking about aerospace and aviation careers, and we love hearing from you because people are so passionate about this job. No matter what career you're in, people are super duper passionate about what they do. If they aren't, they move on to the next career, which I highly recommend. So check it out. We have a link to in the in the show notes about that. You know, these have been some great questions. I really appreciate everybody's writing in. And one of the things I, I'd like you to do is is go ahead. If you got a question, go to feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com and write to us. And check out some of those courses. Like I said, aviationcareerspodcast.com slash courses. And a lot of the stuff is free out there. A lot of the first lessons are free. You'll learn something, something you can use. And I think it's really important to help you move forward in your career and your life 
Things like your resume. That's one of the things we do. We review resumes, and it's amazing for those people that don't go through collegiate aviation, and even some that do, that they don't understand what a resume looks like for an aviation career. It's much different than other careers. So, so check that out. But no matter what, you know, I always think it's important in whatever you're doing in life, and this is what's enabled me to move into so many things, and people ask me how I've been able to do so much in life, is that I, I don't let the grass grow under my feet. And I always, every day, look at what I can be doing next. One of the things I, I love to do is figure out how, how can I get more done with my time? And in doing that, I'm able to accomplish so many different things because I actually can manage my time much better than I used to when I started out my career. So that's something I'd like you to do is, is think about that. Think about what you can do better to manage your time in moving forward in your career. Maybe you're spinning your wheels or doing something that isn't very productive. Maybe you're on Facebook too much, Twitter, you know, those kind of things. Maybe you're listening to too many podcasts. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say that. But, but you know, we really need to look at those things. Maybe you need to cut back on this podcast a little bit. Maybe you, you don't. Maybe you should listen to it at a different time that doesn't interrupt the you being very productive. But I want you to do something for me. Look at what you're doing and your career right now. And see if there's anything that you could do that could make you more efficient in moving forward in your career. Okay, I want, I want you to think about it. Even if you're driving right now, think about something. Think about one thing that you can do. And take that step. Take that step today to actually do that. Might be stopping this podcast because you have to go and work on something else. It might be maybe writing down three tasks and doing those three tasks in order and completing them. But I want you to do something today, do something now to move forward in your career and look at your life, look at what you can do most efficiently. And I tell you what, you're going to move forward quicker and you're going to be happier and you're going to have a wonderful life, especially in the, in the aviation world, but no matter what it is you do and no matter what career you decide to get into, even if you've been listening to this and you said, you know what, this isn't for me, that's great. Move forward with whatever it is you want to do, but do it now, do it today. We'll talk to you next episode and safe flying. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although host or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research. Music by Billy Wheeler. All rights reserved.